Welcome back, everybody, to Five Songs or Less. Uh, I've got a brand new co-host with me, someone I have not talked to in a while since I was on his podcast. Yeah. Um, it's Lush. Am I allowed to call you Lush? Absolutely. Please do. Yes. Okay. Okay. This dude was in a sick-ass fucking band back in the late 90s, early aughts. Did, were you guys around in the 90s? Yeah, we were. Probably like 98 we started, maybe. 98. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I saw them a couple times. They fucking opened for botch. Yes. No regard. Oh my God, dude. So awesome. Quick opening for botch. Like I didn't even know who they were. I had no idea. Oh really? Like, oh, really? we're opening for one of like Nick's like weird bands. I'm kind of, oh, <laughs> sick, sick, sick. Yeah. I'm kind of the same. Like I had just heard them mm. for the first time, like maybe that week. Right. And it was like their last tour. <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And it's like the stuff of legend now, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm so glad to have been there and taken pictures and stuff and got got lots of good photos of you guys too. Yeah. Uh, what a fun fucking time it was back then, huh? So good, man. And that's like, that's how we kind of like came into each other's world. I remember is seeing your photography online and just like, yeah, yeah. It, like just being taken back to another place, but also not just from like it being my own show or shows I'd been to just like even the vibe of your photography, you know, like it's just uh-huh. encapsulated this like time that was so amazing. Just that era yeah, in absolutely. Sacramento history for sure. And just like going to shows back then, there was like so, yeah. so much chaos, like <laughs> it's just yeah. It's yeah. different, you know, and like to be able to document that I think is special. Yeah. I, I totally agree. And like, Seeing just seeing like the the state of the stage uh, at Capitol Garage, especially like when it started, when it was just on those milk crates, and then they got a little bit slightly better one, and then they got like the built-in one. Yes, definitely. Yeah, and people like Charles, like Charles Twilling, um, mm-hmm. definitely like brought the sound and everything too. And I, I think we're a critical part of making um, a small coffee shop or bar or whatever. Just sound yeah. rad and like, yeah, you know, yeah, the place was the best. Definitely. I miss it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I kind of announced or whatever on my personal Instagram that I was doing. Dante was heading for the woods with his girlfriend and nice. going to go live off the off the grid in uh, Montana. And Lush like jumped at the opportunity and I'm stoked about it. Heck yeah. To come on the pod. Uh, he gave me Pavement, a band that I probably should have listened to. Mm. They're only from Stockton, right. not 30 minutes away. <laughs> right, totally. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll kind of get into them later. I'm I'm surprised at how few times they've played in Sacramento, at least that I've been able to find. Yeah, I mean, maybe... Did they play like, at Bojangles they, or the Cattle Club? They played at Cattle Club. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they played at Old Eye. That's then, amazing. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's fucking, that. it's crazy. And maybe, I think, it, I can't remember if it was them or Guided by Voices that played at um, Colonial Theater, but. Ah, yes, another yeah, great only band. only a few times. Yeah, another band that if you're into, you could totally give me, because I've never, I've heard like maybe a couple songs. Guided by Voices? Yeah. Really yeah, great, yeah. really great. And the stuff of legend, yeah. like. So That's the what I hear. Discography hear. is so like huge yeah. and. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just great. Like Bob Pollard is just a uh-huh. legend, like through a new through a no hitter in minor league baseball and all this. Like it's just the stuff of legend. And he's just like 
this incredible songwriter who you wouldn't like expect to be like this guy or whatever. That's yeah, cool. Super cool, man. I didn't know the baseball thing. That's tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. It was like a card and everything, a baseball card. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, we'll talk about pavement some more later. Yeah. I wanted to, well, first of all, I, I want to know what you're up to because you're not doing the, the podcast anymore, it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's been a long while. I mean, I think over a year now since we've done an episode. Dang. And um, this is kind of cool even just being on to talk about that because we just yeah, kind of yeah. didn't it just kind of like disappeared i feel like that happens with a lot of podcasts though where I, it just it just ceases to exist absolutely and i think that um our podcast like especially because you were on and you know the whole premise was like this was our pandemic thing we were like yeah. this is our fun thing yeah. we're gonna do during the pandemic totally. and um and then i just honestly it's probably me i got really busy i got a new job sure. and just you know life stuff or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. but also like I don't know. I think we had both kind of like, oh, we've said a lot and we've said yeah. like the things we wanted to say in a weird way. We've had the guests on that we wanted. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. When it turned into like more, not even tedious, but just, you know, we're, we're like stretching a little bit. What are we going to talk about? Yeah. Sure. And I'm like, yeah, let's just let it be organic. But the cool thing is, I hate to shut a door. So there's, we could totally come back. Um, yeah, yeah. At any moment. You never know if yeah. something good I happens. I would. I would love it. Awesome. Uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the pod. It was a lot of fun, uh, especially like talking to all the Sacramento. I just love hearing more and more and more about Sacramento mm. and like hearing about, uh, I remember when I was on the pod, uh, you guys were talking about like, oh yeah, we went to these shows at Bojangles and there was all these after parties and stuff. And I was like, why wasn't I invited? Right. Like, where, was I, where was I right. in all this? I remember talking to Pat about that, Pat Hills. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was probably he was there like, for yeah, sure. I wasn't invited either. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I wasn't always either. It was very much like you had to kind of like earn your way in, in a way. Yeah. And it took, I never really, even to this day, like, that's the thing about the scene. It's like a scene and it's like a social scene too. It's yeah, like a yeah, music yeah. scene and a social scene. And, um, but it was fun. We had great, great times and yeah. uh, people were crazy or whatever. And Tim, <laughs> Tim even more. Tim is like, he's yeah. been around for so long and partying <laughs> and stuff. And like, he's just, he's had, he has so many cool stories and like, yeah. uh, and he knows everybody, uh, mm -hmm. including now, like he's super involved in the punk rock scene and like, yeah, the local scene. He knows all the bands and, um, the man, I give it up to him for that. Cause yeah, it's hard to do that. <laughs> Yeah, come come back to the pod, Tim. You could come on this one too if you wanted to. Oh, he totally will. He's he he, su he said hi and he's super stoked. I just talked to him. Oh, hi, yeah. Tim. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yes, I said hi. It's so cool. What Hell band yeah. are you doing? Yeah, super <laughs> cool. So that's cool. Are you so you you said you're not really doing music much these days? Well, so here's the thing with me and music. I'm kind of always like, if not a, if I'm not doing music, I'm like scheming. Like I'm gonna do okay. this thing. Yeah. I'm gonna like. I'm going to start playing in this way um, mm -hmm. because one thing, you know me, I've been in a ton of scenes in SAC. Like I started yeah. out in like the punk rock scene yeah. and then we kind of like got into like the hardcore scene, which is weird because I don't like hardcore. Not that I don't like it, but like I've never been like a hardcore kid and I don't yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but we were playing West Coast Worldwide all the time and like with yeah. cool hardcore bands and stuff. And yeah. Then, um, <laughs> and then I just like, but I've always liked rap. I've always loved hip hop. I'm like mm -hmm. skateboarding is where I come from. So it's like punk rock, skateboarding, hip hop. It's all kind of 
indie rock like we're gonna talk about today mm-hmm. this is where mm-hmm. I, I learned about all this stuff from skate videos you know yeah. and like so back in the day the skate videos were like uh hieroglyphics would be on it or yeah. living legends made like maybe one of the dudes from like like the old girl videos and chocolate like the old bay area teams like would always have like hiero or like andre nicotina yeah. and like so i've always been in hip-hop and um i did hip-hop in sacramento i mean i still kind of do i'm actually mm-hmm. like in a hip-hop group still oh, called cloud city and okay. uh we've been oh, around oh yeah i've heard that before yeah probably been. on facebook i guess but yeah i, I love a star wars reference no definitely star wars definitely reference. um <laughs> and that is a group with me and uh a guy named matt kim felt one from ps fuck you which is like uh-huh. uh an old hip hop crew from like Placerville that goes back with like who cares. And so it's like a whole family, you know what I mean? And so yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of in both scenes in a way. And that's always been a blessing for me. Um, and so hip hop, something you can just do, you know, like mm-hmm. always. And so, yeah, my new thing has been uh, making beats production. Uh, I have an MPC 2500. Um, I'm getting an SP 404. I'm like waiting on it. Um, nice, nice. <laughs> yeah. I'm like in it. I like, I love it. And I, like all the uh, hip hop like music between in Pressure Drop, I made, and that was oh, like oh that's right. Yeah, and yeah, you yeah. had new songs every fucking episode. Every time we'd have like three songs, so I'd make three beats yeah. an episode. And uh, unfortunately, like since Pressure Drop kind of stopped doing it, I haven't been producing as much. But uh, mm-hmm. I've been like we did a session recently, and uh, yeah, I was rapping, writing hooks, nice. singing, hell yeah, fucking. We were just wasted like it was so fun <laughs> like some of it sucked and some of it was like yeah, yeah. and so inspired like some of the yeah. most inspired shit i've ever done in my life and, yeah. and my homies were just like fucking fuck like they were so pumped like fucking blush like what like and that was the best like that's what it was all about like that feeling of upliftment yeah. like my homies like making music like I could have never made this by myself, like in my apartment yeah, or whatever. Yeah. It just brought me back. And I'm like, I had this epiphanal moment. Like I'm a musician. This is what I do. Yeah. This is what I will always do. And this is maybe the only like truest thing I can offer in this sure. world besides being sure. a dad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and I'm an artist. I'm a, I'm a designer. I'm a graphic designer. Mm-hmm. I do all kinds of stuff. Um, but really I'm just like, I'm a musician really. And yeah, that yeah. is what I do. And everything else is like to, so I can be creative still. Yeah. But it will always be music. And uh, music's what you always come back to. Yeah, dude. And I just got a big ass ego because I did rap for a long time. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I always am like, man, I can do this shit. Like I see other people I'm like, man, I don't know. Like that's cool. And not even yeah, yeah, just yeah. rappers like bands. Like I'll just be like, okay, I can do that. You know? Yeah. yeah. And it's a good feeling to have because um, you need it. You know, mm-hmm. you have to have a little bit of that to do this. Yes, yeah, you do. You really do. Well, that's sick. I I look forward to that stuff being released. Is it going to get released, or is it, was it just like a fuck around and record? And <sighs> it was really open ended, but I think that it will, and we'll just do a few more sessions. We like pick yeah. we pick random cities and get an Airbnb, and just so oh, they're like sick. cheaper, and just like go for three days, and we're going to do yeah. it again, and do like three more songs, and yeah, hopefully by the end of the year, there's an album. Hell yeah. Yeah. I want to talk about Punk and Drublick. Ah, I want to hear about that. Yeah. Did you go? I did go. You did go. I okay. Did go. Okay. You had a you had a look like uh, I actually ended up not going. Ooh, 
Ooh, well, it was like it was touch and go till the very end. It was one of those yeah. things. But I'd already bought the tickets, so I'm like, all right, I'm going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go. And uh, it was more like a hangout thing because it was one of my really good friends that I grew up with. Oh, uh, oh tight. From like the time of no regard was. Well, yeah, let's yeah. go. Let's like relive our youth or whatever. Yeah. I was like, cool. Yeah, it sounds fun. It sounded really fun. Yeah. Um, and it was really fun. Um. It so was that Cal Expo? Was that like yeah, Cal Expo at the uh, they call it Heart Health Park or whatever where the yeah, Sac Republic yeah. play. Um, yeah. So it was like on the soccer field where they had the show. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And then they do like this beer thing with like beer tasting, um, uh-huh. with a bunch of vendors, and you have like a little shot glass. And um, I made it for like an hour of that, and that was fun. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the Bouncing Souls were supposed to play, and they canceled. I guess one of them oh. got COVID. Oh my god! Yeah, which is a bummer because I was like kind of that's, the band I wanted to see the if, most. If you ask me, that's the only band worth seeing on that. Bill. Right, right, uh, right. And uh, they were replaced with TSOL, True Sounds of Liberty, oh. which was oh. also cool. Okay, like, that was cool. Okay, cool. That's some old yeah. like punk rock vibes. Um, but it was interesting because it was my first thing like since COVID. You know? Oh sure. And sure, I'm not sure. like a like I'm not like super on like. Like I never go out or anything, but uh-huh. uh, it was my first like festival or whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that was I'm 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 not quite ready for shows. We the band my band might start practicing soon. Nice, but I'm I'm still not quite ready for. We bought tickets for a show in June, I think. Mm. So we'll see how that goes. Let's but, see. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. where we're at, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But a big outdoor festival that's a little different. It, it was, and it was. Um, it wasn't like super heavily attended, you know, like mm-hmm. it was, it was a little sparse. And so that was kind of nice for me. And yeah, the bleachers were like all open. So oh. I just like went and sat at the very top of the bleachers yeah, with yeah. my friends. And it was like kind of high schoolish, like watching yeah, yeah, the bands. Yeah. They went and like moshed and stuff, but uh, oh, okay, I'm like good on that. I've Yeah. This last time I saw no effects was that, uh, oh, some theater in, in Davis and I went and sat, like up at the top and just watch the whole thing. I was like, oh yeah, that's a cool circle pit that I yeah. don't want to be in right now. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. It was interesting. They were cool. They sounded good. I mean, I've seen them and Pennywise yeah, yeah. and stuff. And um, Pennywise is cool. The guy from Pennywise like kind of went into like a like a rant at the end. Oh, I was like, what? of course he did. I was like, what's going on? Of course like, he did. <laughs> you know, it borders on like some like shit. And mm-hmm, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, man, like whatever, but. Uh, it wasn't Ugh. it wasn't surprising <laughs> yeah yeah and i don't know the backstory is he like like that is he like i don't i honestly don't know right but <laughs> just presume <laughs> it it based on based on their fans 100 mm. uh, yeah 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 <laughs> i don't know if you're if anyone out there listening is a pennywise fan i'm, I'm sorry right pennywise fan <laughs> you're an anti-vaxxer <laughs> uh, he's just i feel like th- that like uh, ilk or something of old punks is all like that. This isn't what punk is about. Right. And of course, they're kind of their view on like unity is very like black and white kind of. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. What is, I mean, what, no, definitely not. But there is a thing there. I just like to quickly address about like, is punk the only genre? Maybe not the only, but it's like, being punk is like a thing it's like you can't just go like i don't know when you're like at a hip-hop show you're not like 
I'm being hip hop. You know, sometimes <laughs> they are. Sometimes they are. <laughs> like they come in with the dookie hop-er. rope and fucking like, you know what I mean, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But I, I, I think a it's a thing. I think it's a rock thing. I mm. think it's a punk thing. I think it's a metal head metal thing. too. Yeah, for sure. Hardcore, <laughs> I guess. I'm hardcore. Oh my god, yeah. like hoods and stuff like that. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, I think it's it's all in that. There's a lot of gatekeeping. There's a lot of elitism. Totally. Which I mean, I used to participate in, but I. It just seems so dumb to me now. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I don't have time for that shit. Not at all. And like, I still feel punk rock as fuck. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, I'm like, I rep this shit. Like, this is like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and and yeah, I don't know. Like, it's it, it's just funny to me because even just watching people, like, I'm it's punk rock. I'm doing crazy shit. I'm like, <laughs> all right. We're at a heart health park, fuck bro. Fuck you. I'm, <laughs> fuck you. I'm at heart health park. Yeah, exactly. Fucking fighting for heart health right now or whatever. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> but, yeah, all in all, it was fun. And it was like, yeah, um, yeah like I got to wear shorts. Were, there were a couple bands that I had not heard. There was like Bomb Pops or something like that. They were cool. They were like a punk rock, like a uh Kind of like Riot Girl punk rock. It was cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were actually That's pretty cool. cool. I actually liked them. They were they were pretty great. And That's then cool. um, I think another band called Get Dead opens. Yeah, Get Dead. I've never heard of them. Who um, I believe is like somewhat has some roots in Sacramento, I believe. I'm not quite sure. Oh. Or maybe Bay Area, but like sure. by way of. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think they're like on Fat Records if I if I Okay. Know. Yeah. But they, yeah. They, they were cool. They were, they were decent. Just okay. it's not really my bag. It's not really like my thing you yeah. know what i mean yeah um, but i can find like i can enjoy it and have fun mm-hmm. you know and like um i saw descendants a few years ago at oh, ace cool. of spades and that was like yeah 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 i had so much fun and they were like so good it, yeah. it just that like really brought me back because it's like oh here's a punk rock band it's like legendary that and, you're down with and, and that yeah i just it's more me <laughs> or whatever like did yeah. you see them i didn't go unfortunately but did you see them uh when they played at eldorado saloon the descendants or, yeah no i did not um, oh. but i just listened to your most recent podcast and there was a lot of eldo eldorado <laughs> saloon oh talk. yes 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 which i loved and i was super here for it. and i was at that friends will rom blink oh were show. you yes i was oh yep, sick absolutely hell yeah it's up on youtube mm. such an awesome thing to stumble across so great. Um, did Less Than Jake play too? Yeah, yeah. And their set is on YouTube as well. I used to like follow around Less Than Jake. And did they you played really? here all the time. And like, yeah, I played Friends of Romp a few times too. Like, I, saw, I ended up seeing them a few times. Yeah. Um, and the Suicide Machines. I saw them at Eldorado Saloon and it was like yeah. one of the funnest nights of my life. That um, was, oh, that was, it was the Descendant show I'm, I'm referring to is Descendants and Suicide Machines and Shades Apart played oh maybe um, i was at that show yeah i think that's the one i was at they played it there suicide uh, machines played there a couple times at least okay but yeah i i just remember being in in the ninth grade in fuck what class some class we had the radio on in class Mm. so it's probably one of those you know we were doing the study session or whatever the radio was on in class and the ad came on quad yeah and i was just like i need to go and then i fucking didn't ah (laughs) There was also a place in Cameron Park. I, I never went there. I can't remember the name of it, but there was a place in Cameron Club, Park. Club Extreme. Is that what it was called? It was a yeah. lot. Of, yeah, that was. Yeah. But they'd it have was there good, for like a hot minute. They'd have good like touring bands. Yeah. Uh, punk rock bands. I saw like the criminals there. 
It was oh, really sick. great. Yeah, Jesse yeah. Blatz and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. Dan Worth was there. Rest in peace, Dan Worth. I'll never forget. Like, yeah. he was right there, moshing. I think going crazy. all played there. All, I, I, my yep. friend Cody went to a, sh- a pretty cool show there. It was like all and maybe friends, maybe less than Jake and friends on wrong too. I, yeah, that sounds eventually. right. That was at that show probably too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I never times. went to that place, but it, it was, was deep. It was it far. came and went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's super rich, can, right? Isn't like the richest like area? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I kind of liked it. It's whatever. Yeah. It's different. Uh, well, that's cool. So, like, so it was no effects. Face to face. Did you watch face to face at all? I don't think I face to face was there. Them. I think face well, to face there? is on like the LA date or something. Oh, yeah. I think there was different okay. bands on different dates. Um, okay, okay. Unless they were, and I missed them, but I don't think they were. <laughs> yeah. It was just like a one stage thing, though, right? One stage only, thing, which I like. Yeah. I prefer that to like yeah. a multi stage experience. Yeah, um, my wife and I were just recently uh, talking about Coachella, um, and and got to talking about Warp Tour too. Right, right, right. Like, you've got you know ten different stages, and like you have to make these sacrifices. Because I went to Coachella one year uh, in like oh oh five, I went, and just having to like. Sacrifice. Well, I'm gonna go watch uh, Bauhaus instead of I can't remember who I ended up not seeing ah. because it's Bauhaus. I got to see. Of that. course, yeah, of course, you know? yeah. And then it wasn't very good. <laughs> like, damn it, I should have seen Kid Cudi or something. Yeah. Like New Order played too, and oh, that's uh, a bummer. Just, that's one of my favorite bands. So they were. That's I mean, it was it was good, and they played some Joy Division songs, but nice. Yeah, it was fine. I mean, yeah. I kind of wish I would have gone and paid more attention to arcade fire because they were there too and sure yeah absolutely yeah that's cool though i would like like i've never been to something like that and i mm-hmm. i think it's cool that you went and like had the experience you know what i mean and it like, was it was a, an experience yes absolutely sure. i'm bummed that uh we were we brought up the um the list of all the bands that played yeah. the year because i went in 05 she went in 06 and we were like looking through all the bands and uh the only one that I, I wish I I knew of at the time was MF Doom. I had no idea who he was back oh, then. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But especially wow. now that he's, yeah. he's passed away, like that would have been so fucking rad to see him back then. But oh my god, yeah, that could have been the time where he was like doing the imposter thing a lot. I don't know if oh, you knew about yeah. that. He was uh-huh. just like sending random people with the Doom mask up on oh, stage. So- yeah, so who knows? <laughs> Which is like the <laughs> most MF Doom thing ever. That's sick. <laughs> That's how you do it. Oh, yeah. He got, oh, and hip hop heads were mad. There was like a whole, like, fuck MF Doom. I swear to God. Really? Yeah. Because oh, he was doing God. that and people were mad, you know? Uh, it's but so punk, though. I, it really is. And he was like a perfect, like, he was yeah. the most <laughs> punk rock. Like, I mean, just to wear a mask. I mean, that yeah. alone, you know, is yeah. like, nobody did that really then. Like, no. Yeah. Too bad. RIP. RIP. So many. Yeah, uh, I had Nate, one of the other guys I've been doing the pod with, really yeah. wanted to go to to Punk and Drublik, and he was trying to convince me to go a little bit, and I'm just like, no way, man. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I I've seen No Effects. I I don't need to see that band ever again. Hey, right, right, yeah. Like the only reason I would go for was for Bouncing Souls, and they weren't even fucking there. And they weren't so. even there, exactly. <laughs> The real reason I was going was from, like I said, my friend Johnny, but also yeah. Tim, Tim Williamson, the other half of Pressure oh. Drop, was yeah. supposed to go and then bailed last second. Oh. So, like, that was the other thing. But, uh, Tim. I, I know. hope he never comes back to the podcast. Ever, ever. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, 
Uh, that would have been fun. I was just there yeah. for the beers and the friendship, yeah. and you know, that's generally sure, sure. my vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you have any other shows like coming up that you that you're thinking about going to, maybe going to? Uh, well, I'm really thinking about going to Pavement, who are playing. Where are at, they playing? Uh, oh, you told Warfield. me about this. Yes, I believe in oh. the fall they're playing at the Warfield, and I think there's some. I think they're in like three nights at the Fillmore wow. or the Warfield, one of those places. Um, that is definitely on the horizon. Um, yeah. Also, uh, me and my buddies are going to Nas and Wu Tang. At oh. uh, fucking uh, like in the Boondocks. In the boondocks. <laughs> Where is it? Uh, Marysville at the amphitheater. Oh shit! Yes, yes. Which I've never been to. Me after neither. All, really? After all yeah. these years, yeah. Just still never. Never went. Uh, they weren't having Warp Tour there yet when I was still going to Warp Tour. Right. I don't, right. I don't. Well, I guess maybe it existed, but they weren't doing it there yet. I always went to San Francisco. Uh, I always went to Boreal. Oh, yeah. Boreal. I heard that was messy, though. It was totally. It was the worst. Like, San Francisco's. Yeah. I did go to San Francisco once, and it yeah. was way better. I'm like, <laughs> why are we not doing this every time? <laughs> yeah. I remember uh, the, the like first time I heard of Warp Tour, Quad, uh, the old radio station here for people that don't know, uh, Quad had uh, for just like a while, they had a punk show on at midnight, like once a week. That's it was, right. It was called... Um, was it called interference or something? I can't fucking remember. Mm. Um, but that's how I found out about a lot of punk bands and stuff. But um, you know the band Welt? Oh, yeah, definitely. From Stack. Yeah. Um, yeah, the great singer band. Jason was on on there quite a few times. He would come on. Nice, um, yeah. And I fucking I loved that band so much. Great band. Cla- uh, underrated band for sure. But he was, he was talking about how he went to Warped Tour and he was just like caked in dirt. At by the end of the day, so bad, dude. Yeah. Like just black boogers for a week. Like, it's just so <laughs> yeah, gross. Yeah, 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 like yeah. just cover the mountain in dirt and like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like Coachella, I guess, before Coachella. Just sure, like, sure, like, yeah. Dirt factor. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, it'd just be like, like fucking sand clouds, yeah, like yeah. storms. It'd be like oh Arrakis. <laughs> I'm like, this is awful. <laughs> fucking dude <laughs> totally dude i'm like what is going on uh but it was fun we were young we didn't care yeah, you know yeah. it was I, super fun I, I absolutely would not have cared <laughs> absolutely and all these bands like were here at the show punk and drug like i also i saw them all at warp tour yeah yeah like i saw the bouncing souls there and mm-hmm. and then the drummer was a dick to me and i was like fuck you really <laughs> yeah and he's like indian and i was like ah oh, we got some love you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't do that but like i just yeah, yeah. whenever like a person of color when someone else from your race is like that you're like man fuck you it's a special yeah. kind of hatred <laughs> uh but yeah those were good times fun times yeah totally well you want to start talking about pavement yes let's do it okay so so pavement is a band that i've tried to get into not like mm super hard tried to get into yeah but you know they're fucking pavement like they're uh a cult classic i guess absolutely maybe is is that the the right i don't know they're they're huge but they're not like you know huge huge totally they're almost they're almost on the same level as like wilco like the band that started this podcast Mm, yeah i could see that maybe yeah a little bit earlier they i think they're definitely like college rock yeah icons if that's yeah. a thing indie rock, but one of them is college rock, rock. yeah yeah 90s stuff 
And obviously I'd heard the song, the the hair song. Of course. Hair. Yeah, sure, sure. I grew up in the 90s, I know. Right, right, definitely. <laughs> Which I, I should have told you ahead of time. You didn't give me the two songs that I know by name, but that, that Cut Your Hair and Gold Sounds. Um, so yes. Did I give you Gold Sounds? I might have given you. You did not. Really. Okay. You gave me yeah. a couple of songs that I recognized once they started playing, but I wouldn't right. have known them, known them by name. Uh, those are both just bangers though like i could have easily picked either of those yeah, for one yeah. Of my i haven't heard uh cut your hair since uh, i don't know probably since it was on mtv or something like that ah yes yes that's Actually, right yeah maybe uh, after the app I'll, I'll revisit it or something it definitely so yeah i just i just never got into them it was the it was the kind of low fineness of it but the like slacker toxing vocals mm, yes. it's hard okay. for me to get down with like right like pulp kind of does that sometimes yes yes definitely uh, and like like common people is a great song but i haven't been able to get into anything else right right and i don't know i feel that was such a gen x 90s thing to do that kind of vocal absolutely style, sure you know? sure yeah yeah even cake a little bit but cake like john mccray kind of like borders on rap Almost like he's he almost really there. Yeah, you know he has. It's a very tight cadence. Like yeah, yeah. He is, is kind of talk singing, but but not quite the same way that that this dude does. Right. So yeah, I I just never latched onto him. I honestly wouldn't know where even know where to start. I mean, Crooked Rain, Crooked Rain is kind of it's like the album. I think absolutely. Yeah, and I think I mean. The bulk of the songs I chose for this are from that album, or at least two or three of them. Um, yeah, I think three. Yeah, three of them. Yeah, because that's just that's my favorite one. Um, yeah, and I probably could have done all five from there just because I have the connection to that album okay. in a way. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I'd, they have a good discography too. I mean, I've gone doing this podcast. I had to kind of branch think out about, a little bit. Well, just to think about what album, what songs on, you know. So what's, uh, are, did you just kind of uh, hear them growing up and that's how you got into them? Or how, how'd you become a Pavement fan? You know what? I would say this. Um, definitely they were always like in my, you know, everyone, like I knew about them. I knew about indie rock. I, through, 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 through mainly skate videos and stuff, like I had a perception of indie rock, but I wouldn't say that I was like a fan of okay. um, all the bands, but it's something that I just kind of like got into later. Like I got into mm-hmm. it in my like mid twenties, late twenties, thirties kind of like actually kind of when I had kids, I got like really into like rediscovering all the bands, you know, sure, and sure. like going through the list. And I think it started with Pixies probably. <laughs> no worries. Say hi. Oh, hi. Hello. Hey, close <laughs> the so door, cute. please. <laughs> I love it. It's so great. Uh, pressure drop had a lot of that too. So yeah, you yeah. know, just the kids <laughs> lots, jumping in. It's the edits. best part. Absolutely. We usually leave it in. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while. <laughs> no, absolutely. So I learned a lot, a, a lot about indie rock through skate videos and. Um, I think it started with Pixies. I think like that okay. was like where I kind of got started and just kind of went through all their stuff. And then Sonic Youth. Uh-huh. And then Pavement was always there. And then like when I got to Pavement, I just started listening to it. And it just, 
struck a chord with me and I really appreciated like the songwriting because first mm-hmm. and foremost I'm a listener but I'm also a musician you know what I mean yeah, and, I'm, yeah, and yeah. most importantly I'm a, I'm a lyricist yeah and like that's what I do and that's what I've kind of always done and so I was just really struck by the complexity of the lyrics but also like the way in which they were delivered like how uh kind of the toxic thing you're talking about but maybe more mm-hmm. just like how inflection and like <laughs> like his kind of like attitude was portrayed yeah. in the songwriting the lyrics and i and i like that and it felt genuine to me and um funny in a way mm-hmm. like i felt like i love a band that can kind of make me laugh sometimes a little bit <laughs> like i love a movie that's like really good but it'll also make me laugh like i find humor yeah. like important um not always but like yeah i don't know i just really latched on to that like quality of um it, 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 it's always it's it's punk rock though very much so yeah. you know he's like it's a fuck you he's a lot yeah. of fuck yous and pay like, <laughs> you know he sees it he doesn't like it and he's gonna make fun of it and be like yeah. fuck you you know That's, and uh i definitely get that from this especially with the the band name drops like this dude's not afraid to drop a band name absolutely yeah <laughs> no absolutely and he wasn't afraid of like kind of like poking fun and making light of all of it, because yeah. because like indie rock can be so dour. Yeah, you know what I mean. It Taking itself so way like, too seriously. Absolutely, and grunge too. And it was kind mm-hmm. of like a maybe a bit of a, you know, a little not against grunge, but a little bit of like a like tongue and cheek. You know, yeah, tongue and cheek is a good way I would describe a lot of it. Um, totally. And I appreciate that, and I like yeah. that, and I like. Uh, I also feel there's like a bit of a literary quality even to the songwriting mm-hmm. and lyricism, which I really identify with, and. Uh, in like a poetic way i like yeah his lyrics are are not your typical i love you so much blah 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 whatever kind of lyrics mm, mm, they're very right. like verse like poetic verse kind of lyrics for sure have you ever seen them or seen steve malkmus play you know i never have i've never seen them um they were on a long hiatus for a very long time yeah. too where it wasn't really happening and i believe they might have played coachella or something a few years Probably, ago and it yeah. was like a big deal of course as all the bands do um, yes yes to come back and earn a buck or whatever and i don't fault them for that um <laughs> but no i have not and i would okay. love to and that's kind of like we were talking about like seeing them Hopefully would be, in august yeah I think. I think in august or september or something um yeah that would be really big for me because um yeah, I like to, uh, these are the bands I want to see. Yeah. Like, I don't go to a lot of shows. I'm mm-hmm. not the guy that's like, every show, you know. Not anymore. Not anymore. Exactly. We're dads. <laughs> and it's like, I get one. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. three exactly. a year, maybe. Like, uh, big ones. And they're expensive now. Shows are yeah. really expensive, you know. And like, that's that's half the fun of, of being in a band still, is I get to go to shows every once in a while. Absolutely. For yeah. free. It's baked in. You know what I mean? It's great. Yeah. Mm. but no i would love to see them and um yeah and i think i will and, and i'm happy that they're reunited and they're touring again mm-hmm. and i think they tried to before covid but then obviously yeah. everything happened so um yeah and i think it's pretty much the same lineup with bob nastovich and everyone nice. so yeah i hope it's at uh you know whether i were to go or or for your sake i hope it's at fillmore yeah yeah i much prefer i've only been to, to warfield like twice i think and it's fine but but Fillmore is so nice. It's the best. And you yeah. get a poster yeah. at the end Ex- of the night. Exactly. It's legendary. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, yeah, I haven't been for a really long time. So um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm like, yeah. you know, 
it is hard, man, with the whole COVID. And who knows? That's like, who knows? You know, yeah. Yeah. maybe the show will go on. Maybe it will. I hope so. I, think, I hope yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's some coming up that I'm just like, oh, I would love to, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Absolutely. We'll see how it goes. That's there's something smart. coming up in like September. Boris is coming back to Sacramento. Oh, I, nice. I got to go to that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I saw them. They were amazing. Yeah. Uh, with Did you see him at Harlow's? Yeah, a few with years ago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah sick. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, super good. All right, well, let's talk about the first song, which I didn't write the album down. It's off like their first EP, I think. Uh, Box Elder. Yeah. Did I blow that? No. That you're going to lead in. Okay. Box Elder. Yes. The, the version on the playlist was off of the greatest hits. Is that what is off of the greatest hits? It's like a the remastered, one, yeah. like, super greatest hits. There's it's a like, few versions floating around. Okay. Um, it's definitely the early stuff. Yeah. From what I was reading about on, on Wikipedia, it was like their first EP that this came out on. Um, ah, perfect. Yeah. So, yeah, good place to start the playlist, obviously. Yeah. Um, I I am uh, extremely guilty of the classic cliche. I like their older stuff better, almost uh-huh. always. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh huh. The so rawness. Al- yeah. Always a good place to start with with me. This song is great, man. Ah. It 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 instantly struck a chord with me because it sounds uh, like the band Los Campesinos ripped off Pavement big time. Ah, <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And I actually, I'm going to play, I meant to cue this up earlier and figure out what song, but it's it's like track one or two off of the first Los Campesinos album. Which is just for, um, it's the, that's the Connor Oberst band, right? No, right? No, 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 no. Los Campesinos is a, a, a Welsh, like indie rock band. Oh, um, okay. I've heard the name. I just, I obviously mm-hmm. it was not, yeah. Um, oh, you're thinking of Desaparecidos. Des- yeah, there you go. Yes. There you go. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, saw them at Capital Garage too. That was so fucking great. Thanks, mm. Charles. <laughs> so let me figure out what song it is. I think it's the opener. Yeah, take your time. <laughs> yeah, it's got that little vibe for sure right at the beginning too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. as soon as it started, I was like, Oh, Los Campesinos ripped this off big time. Mm. And it's funny because I saw them. They came through Harlow's a couple times. And it was one of the times around when Stephen Malkmus was was going to play a solo show there. And so they had the poster up on the wall. Ah, nice. And the yeah. singer was like, uh, said something like, are you guys going to go see Stephen Malkmus and stuff? And so I instantly like thought of that. Ah, that's like, amazing. Oh, now, now ah. I see the influence. I get it. Sure. The, yeah, this song fucking rules oh i'm uh, so glad you like it man um yeah. not only is it like the first song on the playlist but actually in a way it was like the f- the the first no-brainer like yeah. this one's going on the yeah. playlist this is one of my favorite pavement songs of Sick. all of them like yeah. out of every single one it's so simple jangly mm-hmm. like the guitars at the beginning are jangly which i think is like it has this 
I don't know if they're jazz masters, but it just has this sound that's really cool. <laughs> yes. And like, and his, and it's punk rock in a way. And I think mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to like just highlight that. Like, this is a band that like was in a way a punk rock band. Like, yeah. we all are in a way when we're young and we start out <laughs> and we're idealistic and we're yeah. like, we don't, and we don't really get it yet. Like, we know there's something like budding and mm-hmm. like, but it's not like formed or developed, um, but it's there. Yeah. And I love that. Like you say, go back to the old stuff. Um, with fiction, you go back to the first novel, sure. right? Like you mm-hmm. see, like where did they start? Where's the raw, like the rawness, but where you can see the end product in a way. Yeah. And I think Box Elder is a great song for that because it's like, it's super raw, but like there's this, and the structure is like not great or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, like yeah. not like it's kind of like, but you see like, Oh, there's something there. Yeah. And and there's a whole lot of weird like stuff going on in that song lyrically. Mm. But I think it has the classic punk rock. Like the best line is the and I had to get the fuck out of this town, you know? And it's like <laughs> yeah, who right, hasn't right felt at the that? End. Yes. Yeah. Whether it's like the girl or like the you know, or like the job the people, or the parents or Exactly. Whatever. And like I just remember like listening to that song on my headphones walking around and that line just resonating because I just really wanted to get the fuck out of my town <laughs> and uh and I just think it's cool and then I remember this like I'm listening to the song and I'm like walking around Capitol Park because I work like around uh-huh. there and like I always take my walks there and stuff yeah and at Capitol Park they have every park every I'm sorry tree like in the state Oh, they have one there. I didn't it, know that. You know? Yeah, they do. And I'm like walking by and I look down at a sign. And it's like a super cool tree. And it's like yeah. box elder. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. I'm like, boom. Oh, yeah. Well, there it is. That's where it comes from. I didn't know that. I didn't like, I don't know. I'm not like a fucking arborist or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So like, I didn't know that was a tree. And that was also cool. Like, oh, the pavement teaches me things. Like yes, weirdly, exactly. you know? And that was like a moment of it. Like, you know? I, I um, did read, I guess at the end, he says box elder MO. Uh, but he meant to say MT, apparently, because uh, Mon- uh, Montana. He meant Box Elder Montana. Got you, got you. And there's no Box Elder, and I think MO is Missouri. Missouri, right, right, uh, right. But yeah, I was reading that. I was on Genius, I think, reading the little tidbits about the lyrics. Interesting. And, uh, he said he just got it wrong <laughs> and never so changed awesome. it. That's so awesome. And like, you know, what's funny to me is like, maybe this is bad, but like, I don't know. I just never like. I don't look at the lyrics of songs a lot. Yeah. I didn't even know that was lyric. I yeah. thought he said box elder and I'm gone. I always thought it was that. Oh, totally. Yeah, like I never like yeah. genius did, but like yeah. totally that makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that that's uh that's a Dante thing. Dante was not into lyrics. Uh, he, and so he would like doesn't care what what they're saying. Like for the for the most part, obviously there's some lyrics out there that he doesn't want to listen to, but sure. um he wouldn't like sit down and read lyrics and stuff. So you, were you never like a, into lyrics? I, I specifically I'm a, remember I'm like having, a, having Dookie on, on cassette and like sitting there like following along. You know, you know what's weird is like, yeah, when I was young, I was like really like, uh, mm-hmm. cause I was into rap and I just memorized lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but this was like pre-internet. So like, Sure. You wouldn't like, you'd be stoked when they'd have the lyrics on the yeah. booklet. You'd be like, fuck yeah, these are the real lyrics, you know? Yeah. Um, it's so funny because like sometimes I just, I think we all do this where like you just think lyrics are different sometimes. And yep. like with a yep. band like Pavement where he has like, where they're just a strange like delivery, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. Like you're just like, 
I do that all the time. I do that with popular songs mm-hmm. to this day. I'll be like, oh, they saying that? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, man, yeah. I never. And there's, I, I kind of like it. I kind of like not knowing sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's um, a uh, a song by the band Waxwing that we talked about on the pod like long, long time ago. And I like, I had the lyrics. I knew exactly what the lyrics were. But right. then like I'm playing the little song clip and the lyrics are going by on my phone. And I realize. I had the lyrics wrong for the last like 15 years. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm not, I can't sing it that way. That's your brain. Aren't is, the right lyrics. No, you're programmed now. You're completely programmed a hundred percent. And I think like, I do think this might be like, a um, because we're a little older and like we didn't have the full access to everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is a weird side anecdote, but like, I really like this show called Yellow Jackets. Have you seen it? I've heard so many good things, but <laughs> so I haven't. Good. I haven't watched. <laughs> so it. good, yeah, a fucking incredible show. Definitely watch it. Any okay. listeners, if you haven't seen Yellow Jackets, go watch it. Um, but it's like '90s. There's like it's uh, like this time, and then in the '90s, and there's this really funny scene. I'm not blowing it too much, but they all have like an impromptu sing along of "Kiss from a Rose" by Seal, <laughs> which I fucking love. I mean, Batman Forever or was a Batman. Yeah. One of the Batman movies had it. Like, yeah, incredible. I could, there's no way I could tell you the lyrics to that song. And I have my own lyrics in my head <laughs> of what Seal is saying. Yeah. And like, yes. I don't even want to know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, don't even tell me. I yeah, it's hilarious. I, think, I know the words kiss, kiss from a rose or kiss by a rose from a rose. Right. But what he says after that, I, I, I couldn't tell. On you. the plane, in the rain, who knows? Something. You know, something let's like let that. it be clandestine forever. But uh, it was hilarious how in the show they all just were like, there is so much a man can tell you. So much. I just knew every word. <laughs> and I was like, no. This is not the 90s. Nobody <laughs> no, knew Seals nobody or the lyrics. <laughs> they, they had the one person that had the the album with the lyrics in it. Absolutely. relied on that. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> but I don't know. Girls were good about stuff like that. Like in high school, girls would like memorize lyrics. Yeah. Like yeah. emo <laughs> bands. You're like, God damn. Every word. Yeah, I love it. Um Okay, okay, back to box elevator. Anyways, yes, thank you. This reminds me a lot, and my first timestamp, this song in particular, but kind of the playlist as a whole, reminds me a lot of these bands. I call them tower bands because they were, I knew a lot of these people through the Tower Theater. Ah. Um, But um, bands like the the Four Eyes and now like the Comedians, this guy Jay Baker, a lot of this stuff sounds like that. I wouldn't be surprised if they were influenced by that, they're the, all those dudes are a little bit older than me, mm. but they all kind of had this kind of lo-fi kind of garagey, a little punk sure. attitude about their music and stuff. Um, and back in like, I don't know, early aughts after I had had come, I moved away from Sacramento for like a year and then I came back. Uh, so there was like, Oh, six, Oh seven, Oh eight or in there. I got really into all these bands yeah, um, but it made me think of that. This this part in particular, I'm going to play it at 39 seconds. I got a lot of things to do. A lot of places to go. I got a lot of good things coming my way, and I'm afraid to say that you're not. Especially listening right now on the phone, yeah, uh, it it just sounds like a guitar and a two like a three piece drum set, you know. Yes. It just 
it's like off time it, a little bit off off time off key off key the drums are over complicated <laughs> oh, I, I love yes. that they change up the drums there at the yeah, at yeah. the end of that totally. that was my next yeah. timestamp was a little later because there's no vocals and you can really focus in on the the weird drum beat but i just i love that shit how it's just like i don't give a fuck but something about it just feels so like real i don't know yeah authentic and like i feel that i really feel that and i think that um there's a regional quality to that a little bit not Mm -hmm. that they don't do stuff like that on the east coast but like i think that's what drew me to pavement is like a lot of the bands like we talked about like pixies and stuff from Mm -hmm. boston you know what i mean it's Mm -hmm. like there's like a and pavement kind of became like an east coast band even though they were they like seem here. like an east coast band they were always there yeah like that's why they're not really like known as like a low like even when they like were first coming up they like went out there yeah to like to new york and stuff yeah. and uh but i think they always kind of brought that like skate almost like yeah. slackery like yeah. west coast stoner kind of maybe <laughs> yeah. you know like doing bong loads and drinking <laughs> 40s or you know like i think there's some of that to it and i think uh i think that's evident in this song for mm-hmm. sure yeah absolutely yeah it just kind of brought me to a a very like happy summery feeling for me yes yes um, yeah i love it if you if you've not listened to like the uh jay baker's got a really great band called the comedians and he he just has that kind of voice that's like it's on key but it's like just off a little mm-hmm. bit, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's got that same kind of like slacker vibe to it. He, ah, yeah, he plays drums familiar. and sings in the four eyes as well. Yeah, great Sacramento stuff. That's awesome. Let's listen to that that kind of weird beat a little bit, a little closer. Yeah, it's cool. It's like it was unexpected. I didn't. Yeah. yeah. First few times listening through, I was just like listening in the car and stuff. I always kind of get these like when I listen in the car or just like listen as I'm working or whatever. I get these like prejudgments about it and stuff. I was like, oh, this is fine. But this was one of the ones where I like when I was sitting down to take notes and like really paying attention mm. uh, that I was really like starting to appreciate it more. Yeah, um, yeah, and then we'll we'll talk about the the vocal style a little bit later because that took me much longer <laughs> to get. Used yeah, to. yeah, I got you, I got you. Uh, yeah, this one was um, was great though. It's 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 a little twee. It's very garagey, and it's yeah, it's just really fun. I agree, and I think there's also like maybe the second verse. It's a little like lewd. It's a little <laughs> like. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like it's a little yeah. dirty. Like yeah. he's talking like that second verse is like talking about seeing the girl masturbating basically. Right. I mean, <laughs> that's what, what I what? always, that's what I always got from it. That, uh, um, oh. uh, when he's saying you're in the house plugged into a little electric tool or something, I can't remember oh. the exact word. Uh, you're opening my eyes to a whole new world. Right you know now. what I mean? That's how I always took it. <laughs> and like, that's like, I like, I thought that was, I like that. I was like, it's a little, I don't know, like lurid. Like, I don't know, but I like, I thought it was, I think I liked it. I like, uh, he's, to me, he comes across like a novelist sometimes a lot 
or like a satirist. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. he has this like literary quality to it where he can bring you places, like evoke kind of these different feelings. And sometimes I think they're open to interpretation. You know, maybe yeah. like yeah. I'm misinterpreting the lyric, maybe, but like that was the vibe that I got from it. And um, I really like that. I like songwriting and lyricism where there's storytelling involved, but yeah. not in normal like narrative ways, you mm -hmm. know? That's half yeah. the fun of like reading lyrics and, you know, reading interviews with bands and stuff. And, and I feel like most people get excited to hear other people's interpretations of the song. Sure. A lot yeah. of times when it's, when it's, especially when it's like very poetic and stuff like this, if we're talking about like propaganda, like it's pretty straightforward what the song is about because they're Absolutely. saying, you know, about political social issues or whatever. But totally. if we're talking about stuff like this, um, there, a lot of things are open for interpretation. You can kind of give it your own meaning. And I feel like a lot of bands are into that kind of thing. I think so too. And I think like maybe they're somewhat of like, um, like a songwriter's band, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where like yeah. people that write songs and stuff like can find something special in it because there's a bit of a, uh, there's a lot of dexterity to what he's doing. And mm -hmm. sometimes it's just another thing for me is I like, I just like non-structure. I like things that go like break a structure yeah. or are just sort of different, you know, yeah. and sort of like, cause that's how I wrote songs in a way. And mm -hmm. I still do is like, Oh, like, I'm just going to approach this in my own way. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's going to be weird and most people aren't going to like it, but like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's still going to be it's like, it's going to make sense to at least one other person somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. And uh, no, definitely. I think this song is the uh, beginning of that. You're starting to see yeah. a yeah. little bit of his uh, taking the piss as the Brits would yes. say. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to our second song uh, off of, their quintessential Crooked Rain, Crooked Rain from 1994. Man, 94. Yes. Range Life. After the glass. Uh, yes. I've heard the this classic. one before. This is kind of a known one. This yeah. is like a popular one and it uh, uh, sparks some fear or what have you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, at the end with the. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. They got like kicked off Lollapalooza. Yeah. Like yeah. I was stuff. reading yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, sure. Both, both, both bands deny that they were actually kicked off. And ah, okay. It was, okay, it's all, it was all a rumor. But uh, I like to think there's a little bit of truth to that rumor. Oh, yeah. These guys are all so sensitive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> or guys and gals, they're all so sensitive. <laughs> so, like, there's definitely been a lot of that over the years of infighting and stuff. And, um, that was, uh, I mean, we're kind of skipping to the end of the song, but like, no, no, that, no. that took me. I was like, wait, did he just say Smashing Pumpkins? And I rewound it a little bit. And I was like, I'm pretty sure he did. And then, oh, did he just say Stone Temple Pilots now? I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. right. And Again, yeah, they yeah. are good looking guys. Like, what? <laughs> sure, yeah. And just taking the piss, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> continuing to just kind of like poke fun mm -hmm. at the facades of seriousness. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yes, but uh, 
yeah, I just, what were your thoughts about this song? Uh, I like this one a lot too. It, it gave me like kind of kinks vibes or like Mm, electric Bob Dylan stuff. Yeah. A little bit, uh, especially the music, not necessarily the vocals, but like the, the music of it was, is very reminiscent of that like sixties sound, which is not something I ever really thought of with pavement. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Uh, it, it was always just like, oh, they're doing that 90s college rock thing, whatever. I'm gonna, sure. Sure. I'm going to go listen to Propaganda again or whatever. Yeah. Right. And I think it was like the, maybe the second time through listening, I was like, wait a second. This is, sounds like, uh, I'll actually play a little bit. It kind of sounds like the kinks a little bit. This is right toward the beginning. So. After the glow, the scene, the stage, the set of talk becomes slow, but there's one thing I'll never forget. Hey, you gotta pay your dues before you pay the rent. Little mm. kinks, little kinksy. <laughs> sure, sure, absolutely. He's he's getting more into his talk vocal, talk sing thing. There's some of that in this. This is definitely, yeah, yeah he, uh, the it didn't it doesn't bother me until the next song um mm. so we'll talk about that then but i do i like his voice here i like it when he sings he's got he's got a good bad singing voice yeah like the chorus specifically yeah yeah it, yeah I, absolutely I, I love a good voice crack in a song i like it when uh i mean we uh, Nate and i were just talking about the promise ring and about how especially early on they just sounded so bad um, mm. but that's exactly how I wanted them to sound. You sure. Know? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And this is kind of the same thing where like, uh, if it sound, if he was singing, like, uh, I brought up Wilco early. If he, if he was singing like Jeff Tweedy during this, I wouldn't like it as much. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think, Ooh, this is like the chorus, especially to me mm-hmm. is very like special to me. Yeah. I love it. I love the wistfulness in his voice yes. and like a little That's bit a of the whole like like to me how I always interpreted it is like you know and I don't think this is getting crazy but like just I don't know this wistfulness for a life that like you can't that won't that you can't like it's not you yeah you know what I mean mm-hmm. and I felt that like I feel this draw like I still to this day like feel a draw to like have farm or yeah, something yeah. you know what i mean like just that would be the throw life. your cell phone in the river and go fucking live off the grid or whatever absolutely yeah and and i feel like i can't mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i could never i could never even though i want to like i probably could but yeah. like it would be so hard for me yeah and like in america yeah. like in fuck, 2022 i'm not live in the woods motherfucker. <laughs> you know what i mean like nah it's the last place i'm trying to live yeah but i want that and i don't think he's really going there but i think like in a lot of ways, like I feel like just wanting this life of not only just like the the picket fence, but like the the family mm-hmm. and like the everything we want that I want that I'm working towards, but I have another part. I don't know. Yeah. It's strange. Yeah. Like, and I think that is the connection I have with some of these songs is like I can't help but take a song and make it very like personal for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's how I listen to music in a weird way. Like, but really strikes me. 
And I just remember times in my life, like this, that chorus hearing it like struck me like, fuck, like that's, <laughs> yeah. And it's not even about like the other, like the verses, you know, they're like playful and he's like saying a lot of shit, yeah. but uh, he always does that. Malcolmus always like, even in this, out on my skateboard, like that line, like yeah. when he's talk, like I, I just feel that and like, I hear the line and I'm like, and I, and I hear the concrete under my skateboard. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I mean? Sure, and sure. Like I feel the feeling and like, that's, that's what I like about his songwriting and storytelling. I feel like it's a very, like he paints pictures and it's evocative yeah. and, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Let's listen to the chorus. I want to It's it's got a very like we talked about them sounding like East Coast, but it's got a British feel too. Like I could see Blur playing this song, mm, right? You know, right? Yes, I could see that too. I think this one I wanted this one too because uh, I think it flexes their musical dexterity a little sure. bit. Like yeah. like it's tight. It like, is, you know, like especially in juxtaposition to Box Elder. Like <laughs> yeah, like here's them a few years later, and like oh, they're fucking tight now. Yeah, like they have ironed it out. You know what I mean? The lineup's right. Yeah. And like, and they're just kind of flexing a little bit. It's a solid, solid, solid chorus. I, I love the voice crack kind of toward the beginning. And it's just like, so it's so dreamy. And I think, I think earlier you said mm. wistful. It's very, it's again, reminds me of those tower theater bands that I liked a lot or still like a lot. It just, it gives me those kind of warm feelings, just like the last song. How he kind of goes up there at that uh, part. Yes, yes, Where yes. Like, ah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that's it. That's a bad singer. Yes, <laughs> I'm a bad singer with horrible range. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's also a part of my love for this band. And you mentioned Dylan earlier, like my just absolute adoration for Dylan, mm-hmm. Bob Dylan. Um, and I think that's kind of, I think like. Malcolmus is a bit of a Dylan-esque figure to me. Sure, sure. Um, and I think I just he just kind of is, I guess, you know? <laughs> He's the uh, Gen X's Bob Dylan. It totally, totally. <laughs> I love the choice there. I love the choice to go higher because he, he tends to stay, on this song in particular, he tends to stay in that kind of like droney, talk singy kind of thing. But I like that his, yeah, his a bit voice, monotone. at least in the verses. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's really good. And then we get into like the final verse with the, name drops of the Smashing Pumpkins and Stone Temple Pilots, which is just hilarious. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like, <clears throat> I almost feel like it's in the, in the like kind of the era of like East coast, West coast rap beef. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like how that was like a thing. Yeah. And I feel like he was like, I'm going to do this. I thought he like maybe thought that was kind of funny. And, um, it's a little tongue in cheek, but it's also like a little biting. Yeah. Like yeah. what's the lyric? He says, uh, 
they don't have no function. I think, yeah, the, basically. Smashing, like, uh, what does he say? Let me pull it up here. He says, out on tour with the Smashing Pumpkins, nature kids, ah, they don't have no function. I don't understand what they mean, and I could really give a fuck. <laughs> that's the best. That's my favorite line. <laughs> <laughs> could really give a fuck, yes. And I love that um, he's so like nonchalant about that. Because if, sure. if you have Pennywise singing this lyric, it's like, I don't give a fuck. You exactly. I mean? Like such a like <laughs> screaming along. Yeah, yeah exactly. It, I feel like maybe there's a little bit too of like him being like, oh, like we were doing this and this is like the kind of shit they would say about us. Yeah. And now you guys are like fucking huge. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> like uh, I kind of read it like that a little. There's a bit of like jealousy. Yeah. Which yeah. I like. I like that there's like that human like. Yeah, yeah, fuck. Like, smash pumpkins. Like, fuck you. Man. I don't even <laughs> fuck you guys, but just like, I'm mad. Yeah. Like, I should be rich or whatever. How is this band huge? Have you heard that guy sing? Come on. <laughs> and that's every band. <laughs> yes. Every band you've been in and been around, they just, they're, we're all like gossipy yeah. and like, yes. and insecure as fuck. Yeah. Like, all of us. You I, know I, what I mean? I appreciate that. Uh, he's like very straightforward about the name drop, too. There's nothing subtle about it. Right, um, right, and I don't even right. think it's like a big fuck you or anything like that. It's it's just like no. a, a subtle gossip thing. Exactly, exactly. Um, I love band drama. <laughs> Are you? I, don't, I could I, tell I, by this playlist. You gave me three kind like, of band drama songs. I just like band drama. I like it. I'd be like googling band drama bands. <laughs> I do not give a fuck about at all. I'm like, yo. <laughs> The basses from some like black metal band I will never listen to <laughs> has like a very like they're mad yeah, at yeah. their guitarist and I want to know why. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> mm, but yeah, this song definitely has band drama yes, in it, and it I think um, I do like that about it. It's a it's an interesting one, and it was like one of the ones where I was like. This isn't my favorite song ever, but I feel like it's a good pavement song. Yeah. You know what it I mean? Is a like good I feel like song. it's a it's a very good yeah. I feel like if you were gonna pick one song off of this list to like introduce someone to pavement and you weren't quite sure where to start, I think Range of Life is a good choice. Yeah, for sure. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh we've got another song off of Crooked Rain, Crooked Rain. Uh, the unseen power of the picket fence. So this one... I, it took me a while to wrap my head around what this one was about. Mm. And it's yeah. it's just an REM appreciation song. <laughs> <laughs> it's an REM appreciation post. Uh, no. Okay. So, yes. And I think that, I think this is something I like about, I think I wanted to highlight this song because this is something I like about Pavement mm. is like they're into like discovery. Yeah. Like, hey, we're into this thing and we're going to like get you into it, you yeah. know? And like, I love R.E.M. Mm-hmm. R.E.M. is one of my favorite bands of all time. Yeah. And in a very, but in a very like 90s radio way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Like I know, 
like losing my religion is like was my everything mm-hmm. when I was seven yeah or whatever yeah. right like I just listened my brother was my brother's favorite song <laughs> he'd make us all listen to yeah. it and like and my brother loved Ariam and like I was just there for that ride of like what's a frequency Kenneth and like yeah. even that like Fucking monster you know out of time automatic for the people and monster Ugh, like so good how the fuck do you do you beat that and I know like three of the best a ton of people especially like uh gen x like pavement age people pavement age people um, yeah right uh are super into like early rem too exactly and i've, right. I've dabbled i've dabbled and i've i've thoroughly enjoyed what i've listened to uh, i don't know if i'd ever be able to to write a song filled with name drops of of uh, rem songs but, mm. but those three albums right. i just remember my parents having them or my parents having two of them and my i think my sister got monster but those albums are just so fucking solid oh my god just like sonically mm-hmm. like so big nothing sounded like especially like monster i remember when that came out i was like holy shit like they're going yeah. to another level this is like sometimes glam rock rem yeah. i don't know yeah. like I, I like this this is <laughs> rad um but this song is like i'm a big football fan soccer and like a big thing we say is a tale of two halves this game was a tale of two oh, halves right okay and um i feel like this song is definitely a tale of two halves in a weird way because like obviously the first part is they're talking about rem mm-hmm. and um this and and what rem came from and in Athens, Georgia, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because like REM was the first like Athens band that was really big. And then later, like I'm sure a lot of Pavement's contemporary bands were from Athens mm-hmm. and, and, and even later because Athens is such a thriving, amazing music scene for so many years and, and um, so many great bands from there, REM mm-hmm. and uh Neutral Milk Hotel and uh, Olivia Tremor Control. Oh, okay. um, just so many great bands from that area uh, of Montreal, like later. Um, just a ton of great bands. Yeah. And like REM was the catalyst for all this. And like before I was born, yeah. in like the late yeah. 70s, early 80s, basically. Um, and I think in a way, like he's shouting them out and giving them like props yeah. and being like, yo, like this is the real shit. Like this is where it came from, these bands, you know. And then he goes into like a really weird thing on the other end about a southern general uh, <laughs> trying to take a piece of land, right? Yeah, yeah. And so you can't help but to make this weird juxtaposition, obviously, between the band being a Georgia band and then this general and the Confederacy. Yeah, and yeah. Like, is he hating? I is he? Hating? I don't know. I I read some some theories about it. Mm, interesting. Um, and I think m- my takeaway. And what I get from it is he's got these first, you know, chorus and three verses or two verses or whatever about how great R.E.M. is, except for the song Time After Time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love. I love that there. That's I've, kind of I, my favorite. I don't there. think I've heard that one, but I remember the first couple of times listening through, I'm like, Cindy Lauper time. How do you not love that? Exactly. Song? <laughs> exactly. No, I don't mean the REM song. I mean the line of him being like, that's my least favorite song. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I just thought that was such like a listener <laughs> thing and cool. <laughs> like, um, so I was kind of reading it as, I guess this general guy was um, a Northern general that was known for uh, just like tearing the South apart. 
Oh, okay. I okay. think. That, I think. Sorry. Yeah, that makes sense. And yeah. so I think Sherman. it's, you know, this the last verse is the story of this general coming that is known for um, tearing shit apart. And he tears apart Athens, Georgia, but R.E.M. is still standing. <laughs> and here stands R.E.M., <laughs> yes. That's right. kind of how I, I see it. There's these different takes on about how, uh, I, don't, I don't even fucking know, but. Um, yeah. Oh, I could totally see but that. That's, I, I don't know. That's kind of how things. I see it. Like, and and it's it's honestly true because they're I think still around. There's, I mean, within the last, I'd say ten years, they've they've released at least one album. REM, yeah, uh, REM. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I believe so. Yeah, I think they've had some stuff going Cause, on. Because I mean, I remember in my Dimple, my six years at Dimple, they come out with a, a few albums at least. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, they're I mean, a band that's that's really stuck around and not just like being one of those bands that just plays the hits with their Vegas residencies oh, yeah. or whatever. Oh, you know? sure, of course. Yeah, they're always. I mean, you could expect like no less from them yeah. than trying to like, elevate their craft. Yeah. Um, this one's an interesting one, and I think like here's one thing I don't try to do: mm-hmm. make sense of everything mm-hmm. and like have to figure it out, and like even like. Maybe that's part of like the not reading through the lyrics. I've read through the lyrics of this song before because I was interested. Yeah. I was like, some of their songs, I just want to like, what is he saying? You know, maybe I'm just making my own things about it. But I always like, I don't know, man. Like, what is he saying? Like, I feel like there's things being said like about race and America even. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure, you know, and yeah. the South. Like, I feel like maybe I'm just taking that because that's how I take everything. But I don't. I, I think there's this thing behind it of like the American band and the South yeah. and like, and they're not that obviously, but you know, I think there's this, just the march into the Georgia line, especially yeah, yeah. like that's very. I don't know. There's this. They like look at everything. You know, they have this. They, they have the song Two States" too, which is like kind of like, I don't know, like could be interpreted about like the Civil War and stuff. Oh, okay. You know, and um, so I feel like they're. I feel like pavements like. They're commenting on stuff, I feel, always. You know what I mean? Like, in their own weird way. Yeah. Like, he's commenting. He's like, I, there's something hidden in here, yeah. I'm trying to tell you, but it's like, I don't know, we'd have to talk about yeah. it or something. You know what I mean? He never <laughs> Malcolm has something yeah. to say, but he doesn't care if you can understand what he's talking about. I think so. I think that's, I think that's part of it, but I think that he also probably really wants people to, like, think about yeah. it and, like, and come up with shit yeah. and, like, <laughs> and feel him i think i think the, i think there's a lot of like painting with words yeah. sometimes yeah you know this is the first one where the talk singing bothered me a lot at first ah okay um, okay because it is very all of it is very matter of fact this is true he's yes. like yeah this album's great these songs are great i don't like this song like that's <laughs> kind of, it's just this list of sure. things that he likes about rem which is Honestly, fucking rad. But I was listening today, going to pick up my kids. Uh, I listened to it a couple times, the the full playlist. Yeah. And I'm, I'm converted. I don't know. I'm totally, mm. it, it, it makes sense now. And I mean, this That's happens with a lot of music. The, there's sure. times you listen to a band for the first time and you're just like, I don't like this. But then you listen again, especially when, when like mm. back when we would buy CDs Sure. And, you know, yeah. I bought this fucking CD. I'm going to listen to it. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. In your car over. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And that's kind yeah. of the the thing I like about doing this podcast is like 
if I if somebody had given me this playlist and I listened to it once, I'd be like, yeah, payment's fine. I'd be in the same place I was when I started. Right, right, you know, right, be, right. But because I'm forcing myself to listen to this a few times, I can like sit and pick it apart and be like, okay, this is actually really fucking good. Mm, um, and yeah, the yeah. like matter of fact talk singing is the exact choice that he needed to make for the band. Sure. So yeah, sure. and and there's there's still been times where like I had bands that I didn't like after like no no absolutely but this one um, it it took a while to grow on me this song in particular uh, mm, this was the hardest yeah. one to like get behind I think because it took me the longest to figure out it's a very it's very like yeah it's serpentine it goes <laughs> in these weird directions oh, yeah but I think one thing you have to say about this song and just as you were talking about it it came to me the guitar that lead yes is like so infectious yes. and i feel like that lead <laughs> it just pulls you in and you're like you can i can that lead will come in my head at any time yeah. like i yeah. just remember the whole way through you know and uh i feel like maybe it's a song that started with that lead and then we're like let's build on this yeah, you know what yeah. i mean <laughs> like it is a creeper though it wasn't my favorite favorite song at oh. all for a long time yeah. it was just like a like one that i liked and like so many on this album you know yeah. um Stop breathing, being like my other one that I almost got on this place so many times because it's very like it's an earworm and it's a creeper and it like it's very infectious, but sometimes it takes a while. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, this one especially and the lyrics too, they're so they're fucking just weird. Yeah. It's weird lyrics, yeah. you know. Like, have you ever heard a song like no, this? No, you I probably never will a again, f- you know. Full, like, I've heard some some shout outs and you know, maybe a verse. Or like Descendants have that uh, the hidden track on Everything Sucks. Uh, Thank you for playing the way that you play or whatever. Right, 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 right. That's the last song. The hidden track is instrumental. But anyway, yeah, where it's you're not naming the band. Or like Smoking Pulps have a song (laughs) like that. This is like I'm naming the band. I'm going to tell you my the albums you should listen to. I'm telling you the songs that you should listen to. Yeah, (laughs) and I I fucking love it. It's great. It's sure. It's not something I've heard done before. Hmm. You know who might do it? Honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, it's like a hip hop thing. Yes. Hip hop people be doing that. Like, uh, like, you know, like I'm going to write a whole song about Tupac. Yeah. Every song I love, you know what I mean? And make it dope. And like, you know, that's the only thing, the other way I would think of like, and, and I kind of feel that too. I feel like there's, he was trying to do that. Like, I want to show love. Like everyone, you know, like, I don't know. Everyone needs to listen to R.E.M. (laughs) Everyone fucking needs to listen to him, and they do. And like Michael Stipe, man, he's a genius. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just all of them. They're all like just incredible musicians. And like, and the four of them stayed together all this yeah, time. Yeah. You know, like the one guy almost died of brain cancer. Like, yeah, they're just a cool story. Yeah. Yeah. Great band. Great band. Well, uh, let's listen to a couple little clips from it. I kind of said yeah. all I need to say about this song. <laughs> yeah, this one. Yeah, we've covered this one pretty good. Uh, let's go to. I'm gonna go to one. Th- this is like right around the the time after time part which i was like livid about for a hot second because <laughs> who doesn't like that city lopper song but absolutely they're not talking the about that all time This has so much sass to it. Uh, it really does. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a grunginess about it yeah. too. I believe maybe this is like 
I don't know the exact timelines of like grunge and like this album coming out uh-huh. and like, you know, but I definitely feel like there's some like meat puppets sure. and you know sure. what I mean? Like that Seattle sound yeah. is, is there, you know? Yeah. They definitely took, took some influence from there, but they were also pavement is hugely influential on that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's see. Let's do one more part. Let's do that. The, the last verse. Yes. So let's go way back to the ancient times when there were no 50 states. And on a hill, less than sure, Sherman and his mates, and they're marching through Georgia. Ends and there stands uh, Ari. <laughs> I can love it. Uh, I wonder what I, you know, I'd really love to know what REM thinks of this. I know. Like, do they think of this? Like, has this ever has yeah. been like a, you know, they talk about it or that would, uh, it's just a hero worship yeah. thing? Uh, that song rules everyone. Go listen to it. Uh, I've, I've said a lot of positive things about this band uh, and these songs, and that's going to continue. Because I think this is my favorite. This next song is my favorite on the playlist. Uh, Off of Wowie Zowie from 95, We Dance. Also, maybe my favorite off the whole playlist. It's very like, it's very sweet. It, it yeah. I mean, he does talk about yes. castration like right at the beginning, but it's a right. <laughs> overall, it's a very sweet sounding song. It it's absolutely it. I don't, maybe it's just the the title like getting into my brain, but it it feels very like I'm gonna play this at my wedding kind of song. Absolutely, it totally you know? yes, absolutely. It sounds like. Bowie a little bit. I think maybe mm, a couple yeah. times on purpose with the way he sings. Mm. Yes, <laughs> yes, his inflection yeah. for sure. But the that little intro that everyone has already heard reminds me of I keep bringing Wilco up, but the the very first song on Yankee Hotel Foxtrot yeah. has that same yeah. like kind of like sparse piano hits yeah. and things like that. Really high notes yeah, on the yeah, piano. Yeah. Ding 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 ding. Kinda, yes, totally. I can yeah. It's very, it's very interesting. I'm like, well, these guys obviously did it first, so does uh, sure. Jeff Tweedy owe them some money or <laughs> what's? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they, I think there's probably a lot of that yeah. with some of the things they did musically. Um, absolutely, uh, I really like that you number one like this one and that your description of it because that's like, and I know there's some like allusions to marriage and things like that in the mm-hmm. song, but I think it very much encapsulate that and like the sweetness of it but also i just wanted to show like the range a bit you know of like being able to write all these kind of different songs i mean one thing i learned doing this is like you can kind of categorize pavement songs Mm -hmm. and you can probably do that with most bands like oh this is their loud fast song or this is their like 
tongue in cheek, like range life. I could have done um, uh, shady lane. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's one that's like a alternate yeah. in a way, but uh, we dance and like this, like sweet pavement is like my, like the pavement. I love yeah. like the slow, uh, not even slow, but just like the very heartfelt, mm-hmm. very like genuine and heartfelt and, and strange, always strange, yeah. angular and weird There's some and weird not lyrics. accessible. Yeah, and not like, but it's the closest like he's going to get to like writing a sweet love song yeah. for his yeah. girl yeah. or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I love that. I love like, because even like the first part, like the castration theory and everything, <laughs> like saying like, oh, like I can just be with you, you know? Yeah. And like, I don't have to like be anything else like i can be me and i can be with yeah. you and that is what the song is to yeah. me you know and i love that because that's like so human and we all fall in love eventually mm-hmm. and maybe fall out of love and fall in love again or whatever it is and like all these things but like uh, th- again with like the painting with words and like these painting like lyrics and songs with like emotion and like these like very like emotive qualities but still a bit like you have to dig to get to the root yeah. to like feel it yeah um really like that about this one yeah this is one that like i would find myself just like kind of drifting off and like mm. staring off into space or whatever listening to it um yeah it's very pretty it's very bowie um mm. i want to play a little bit of the what do i have 43 and 130. I'm going to skip to kind of in between that, I think. Some Brazilian nuts for your engagement. Check that expiration date, man. It's later than you think. You can't enjoy yourself. I can't enjoy myself. You can't enjoy yourself. I can't enjoy myself. Move that swing. It breaks straight like an arc But I won't be there To leave you It's, it's sweet, it's pretty uh, Again, sounds, sounds a little British I think he's put, yeah. kind of putting on a bit of an accent there mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Maybe that's a little tongue-in-cheek thing Right But it's very I don't know. I keep saying it's sweet like over and over again, but, but it fucking is. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like sweet, but it's not like saccharine. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's not like over the top, but it has like a bit of that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like he's like, Oh, let's like lean into this. Let's yeah. be like cheesy and sweet. And I think like, I don't know. I think that's it. Like let's just lean into being a little cheesy. Yeah. And like, we're still smart. We're still like, you know, we know all this <laughs> stuff and we're like, you know i don't know like you know what i mean yeah, like sometimes yeah. there's so much like and i like that and i think also because uh with some of the other songs on this playlist and just with bands in general like sometimes there's just such, such, such like an overt masculinity and such mm-hmm. like a um attitude and um things that is uh and i think this song is a bit more like feminine and i think like I don't know. I think you should always be wary of like only dudes like this band. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Like this is a song like I think anyone could like yeah, and like yeah. be like, oh, payment's cool. And it's not like, you know, like it's not just like in your face or, or fucking weird. Yeah. And, 
you know, take a college class to figure it out. Kind of, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Like, and I, um, I like that. I like, I like it, it to be just like sensitive and like embrace it. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, like I love Yola Tango and like, that's like my favorite thing about Yola Tango uh-huh. is they're just like super, like there's a feminine quality to it. That's rad. I yeah. love that. Yeah. You know, it's not just a uh, balls out rockers. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And some of the best lines, like the bit you played, like um, uh, about the macadamia dance, like, <laughs> check that expiration date, yeah, man. Yeah. Like that, I love the delivery on that line. It's later than you think. Like that's so real. Like that's yeah. like a little, yeah. it's a little like Oscar Wilde like, <laughs> tidbit yes. about life. You know what I mean? Yeah. That I like. I feel like there's a bit, like we talked about a satirist and like he has a bit of that Oscar Wilde. Yeah. Like, you know what it made me think of? I mean, it obviously made me think of Bowie because he does kind of like a Bowie lilt there. Sure. Uh, but it made me think of Flight of the Concords. Mm, very much so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This like, could be a Flight of the Concords. She was like, song. check that expiration date. It's later than you think. Like that <laughs> seems like such a Flight of the Concords line. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. Like. yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Let's do... And then this is a little older, too, right? Why was it, Well, it came after Crooked Rain. It was 95, and they were a little, yeah. Like, okay, it was 95, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Let's listen to... This is kind of my favorite part of the song, like, toward the end. Maybe we could dance. Maybe we could dance. Maybe we could dance together. Together, together, together. First time <laughs> That's pretty great. Yeah, the the one on here was an alternate mix. Um, oh, interesting. So, uh, I ended up listening to just the the regular one. I think this op maybe opens the album if I remember correctly. Yeah. I mean, yes, it does, the yeah. mix is kind of similar. It just doesn't have that weird ending. Yes. Han. What? Oh, go in the living room. There's a laundry basket. Ask mommy. Um, what was I saying? Oh, about the alternate. Oh yeah. So it's got the alternate mix, but, it, but I love the, the piano kind of like going down the scale at the end there. It's very cool. Um, yeah. And yeah. I don't know, this that's the part where it's like you're playing it at your wedding or you're dancing to to the song at prom and or something like that. Definitely, yeah. It's like a love song for weirdos, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, that's how, how I feel. <laughs> you know, and I think like it's it's yeah. I I love a love song. Yeah. Like to me, like I think those are the best songs. It's, you know, like I love I love that. And I think uh, what a great way to just reach everyone, yeah. you know? And I mean, it's something we all feel and I've always gravitated with stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they just, I don't know, the fact they kind of go there, like Sonic Youth, like I love Sonic Youth, but I don't know. I don't think Sonic Youth that have a song like this, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Or like maybe even Pixies, like to the level of like sweetness, like, and I, I think I really appreciate that about them. Mm-hmm. That, uh, And I know like Malcolmus and the Jicks, like, there's a lot of stuff like this in this vein. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So a lot of his like later work, he's kind of leaned into this sort of stuff. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I love it. It's just a great lane for him, I think. Okay, you know? okay. 
I don't think I, I, I remember when maybe the first of his solo records came out because I was working at Dimple. I've, I vaguely remember like having a promo of it, maybe listening. Ah, uh, yeah. Not yeah, really yeah, getting yeah. it. Um, but I might visit it now that I kind of have wrapped my head around him. Sure. To, yeah. to a certain yeah. degree at this point. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, okay, let's go to our final song. The other song I already knew, well, sort of. Yes. Uh, I had heard before, we'll say. Um, Crooked Rain, Crooked Rain, 1994. The song is Unfair. to a rocker uh i watched a performance of them on jimmy fallon playing this song ah, like after yes. they they got back together or something and I, I watched a few live videos and there's this other guy in the band there's like a percussionist and he does backing yes. vocals yes and i i just want him to stay home yes bit. and i <laughs> I think he kind of like does now, or I don't know if that's the original guy, but okay, okay, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. The the Fallon performance was was cool because he that guy like came out and did the majority of the vocals on this song. Interesting. Which interesting. I don't know if that's a that's what's happening on the recording. It doesn't sound like it. It sounds like no. I think it's Malcolm's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I need to watch that. Oh well. And it's it's a cool performance. It's it's a lot harder it almost feels like a like a straight up punk song with the yeah, way he's yeah. he's like screaming it on that gotcha. live performance this song is great though any song that's got a sack shout out absolutely come on yeah. come on you're speaking my language <laughs> you know what i mean and that's kind of part of the reason why i put it on because i wanted to like have at least not and i love this song mm-hmm. I, this is like a fucking rad song and just such a rocker and it's Maybe not like one of my favorite pavement songs, but I think it's cool because it brings back that like, this is kind of a local band. Yeah, yeah. This is kind of like crazy. Mm-hmm. Like we have this great band, and no one really like. I and I know they don't really like claim it or whatever, sure. but like they're kind of like from here in yeah. a way. You know what I mean? It's like at I, least like it's kind of how I feel about Cake. Like Cake absolutely. is from here, and. I don't know. I've I've not listened to like gotten down and listened and paid attention to the lyrics of Cake, but I don't know. I feel like rock and roll lifestyle has something to do with Cattle Club. Sure, sure, yeah, absolutely. No, hundred percent. And uh, yeah, this one is just it's a rocker. I think it goes well with like Unseen Power of the Picket Fence. Mm-hmm. Like I think they're kind of like go hand in hand. Sure. Um, but again, I think there's a lot going on in this song lyrically. Mm-hmm. Like he's making allusions to things, and uh, but it's very it's, it's like this regional song he wrote. Yeah. Like I'm gonna write this yeah. song about California. Talks about and the talk foothills. About, talks about uh, Tahoe. Talks about sack. the water crisis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like how they take all our water. Yeah, and like yeah. there's like like I mean I work in state politics, so it's like a huge <laughs> thing, you know. And it's like. Uh, but I like that about this too, and I and I think this is one of their like one of their most rockinest songs, yeah, yeah, and one of their most like popular songs. People love this song. I mean, it's on like you know like on the central pavement playlist. Yeah, it's like right up there. I you mean, know if what they're I mean? if they're playing it on their Fallon comeback, I mean, sure, it's got to be absolutely got to be a popular one. 
Absolutely, yeah. Um, what are your overall thoughts on this one? Are you liking it? Or is it like I really like it. As far as like what I don't think I know what it's about, but I I really like it. I want to know what psychedelic sack band they're talking about. Yes, and yes. It's got. Let me see. I'm gonna play at 30 seconds. I think this is the chorus, but this part fucking rules. such a good chorus it's got that sloppy ah. ass drum beat yeah and he's just like giving so much of himself to the to the words coming out of his mouth and he's got the voice crack in there right uh and it's it's so 90s so 90s <laughs> so yeah like big pants yeah. and, you know what i mean just like <laughs> i watched a video mom I watched a video for one of these songs, uh, and he, one of them was wearing a real skateboard shirt, and that just took me fucking back. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's like the whole aesthetic yeah, is like yeah. you know what I mean, like party hair in the middle. <laughs> Absolutely, and I think that this is something that's like in our heritage. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like the sound. It's there's nostalgia. I, I think that's a big part of it with me for this with with this band for me is just like it takes me back to a time and I think if you're a Californian person and you were like in this era like this was it's like I love the regional quality of music yes yes and American music like I love you know I'm a huge huge hip hop and rap fan mm-hmm. and I get very granular into like regions <laughs> that's like what I'm actually about yeah. you know what I mean like I like artists but I'm really like yo everyone in Flint Michigan's fucking crushing it right <laughs> yeah, now yeah, yeah. you know what I mean yeah. and like they have a rap scene that's like fucking ridiculous mm-hmm. and like people don't even know and it's their own sound that's developed and like the sound in Flint to the sound in Detroit is completely different yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean and like um and I, I look for that in music and I think that uh this makes me feel home yeah. and like, yeah, this is my band. Yeah. This is like my, how I felt when I was young, yeah. you know? And like, yeah, I think there's a big part of that for sure. Yeah. That totally makes sense. Like I didn't even think about it as a regional thing, but like I kept, I kept getting those memories of like the, those like tower sack bands that I like so much. Yeah. And that's a Sacramento sound. Mm, and yeah. I feel like this is, has influence on that. So it makes sense. This band's pretty great. I I have grown to really really appreciate this. Just in like the week I've been listening to this playlist or whatever. Oh, I'm so glad. Um, more than I expected to. I was expecting mm. to. I was I was expecting to like it. I was like, I'm probably gonna end up liking this. But sure, right. The more I was listening to it, the more I was just like, yeah, this is just making me th- feel those warm, happy feelings of summer at the fucking what is that the west sack bowling alley where i used to see these Ah, bands play (laughs) i love that yeah i love that yeah 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 it's it's fucking great i totally feel that and i think that like i'm so glad i got to do this because when we were talking about this um we were talking about bands and i think i even said i'm like well pavement's kind of my favorite band (laughs) like that would be amazing and they really are and honestly like 
through the last few years, like the pandemic, like I've leaned into them a bunch Sick. at different times. Yeah. You know, as I just I'm, as I'm walking around Midtown or whatever it is, I'm like, yeah, this is like my sounds. And um, so many, as I, I'm sure everyone says this, but like trying to narrow it down to five was hard it's because very hard. I like so many songs. And like we talked about gold sounds, like that's probably my favorite song. Yeah. You know, like that's probably the most like makes me feel butterflies. Yeah, yeah, and like yeah, certain yeah. certain lyrics he says, like so drunk in the August sun and you're the kind of girl I like. Like that's my favorite favorite <laughs> lyric ever. Like because I feel like that's such like just a great lyric. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah I could have done this all day. I mean, there's so many different vibes and songs they have. Yeah. And like and I think you can just get a little bit from each of it. But I think with pavement. I think it's a good lesson in music listening because it's just weird, man. Mm-hmm. And like, maybe you don't need to like super understand all of yeah, it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like maybe you can just let it lie and like, let it be yeah. a weird thing. And like, I really like art and film and television and stuff. And I just find myself more and more gravitating to things that are nonlinear, non-traditional and just new ways of telling stories. Yeah. Cause in a way songs are also just stories. Right. Yeah. And like, a new and a way of telling a story. And I feel like uh, Pavement and Stephen Malcolmus have like, uh, you know, just had their own style and he, mm-hmm. he's just going to do it his way and um, not really like leave it up to interpretation. I love yeah. that. I don't like things spelled out for me so much. Yeah. I don't like things uh, just easily laid out. I like to feel frustrated. <laughs> I like to feel like confused. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And I liked, and I like to be surprised. Mm-hmm. Like most importantly, like you were saying about uh, picket fence, like it grew on yeah, you. You know, yeah. I love to like, I love to not like something at first, and then be like, "Wow, this, this is really good. This is actually really fucking yeah. good." Yeah, that's my favorite stuff yeah. always. And um, there's some of these songs, like you said, like going into it, you're like, "Ah, oh, first listen," you're like, "Oh, this is tedious," yeah, yeah, or yeah. "This is like," or this you just roll your eyes sometimes. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And then it's like. Okay, I get it. Like I, I get it. You know, and like, or, or I get that I don't need to get it. Like, it just it's gonna exist here, and I'm gonna like, yeah, yeah, do with it what I will. <laughs> Let's listen to one more part. Yeah, here, uh, this lead at one thirty-eight. I I really dig the lead on that like kind of bridge breakdown part. Yeah. Where it, yeah. I can't tell and, and maybe you'll know but it almost sounds like the he's like mouthing along with what he's playing at certain points oh, but Oh, yeah, he does do. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. Uh, I could, it was so hard to tell. I was like, "No, he's doing it." Wait, no. Maybe that's just like the tone of it that's hitting my ear a certain way, but that's I need to go back and listen a little closer but as I was listening to that right there, I was thinking like, there's such a great two guitar band. Yes. Like yeah. they do really weird asymmetrical yeah. 
angular things around each other and and, and use noise in cool mm-hmm. ways always. Yeah, like, like the the in, end of the part that I was just playing there, it just it turns into this like uh, almost quintessential like '90s thing where it just like turns into chaos for a little feedback while. loops and feedback stuff and, and just yeah. <laughs> going up and down totally. the neck and totally yeah. yeah. Um, there's a cool. There's definitely like the they're a guitar band yeah. in a way. They're like guitar rock, you yeah. know. Like every song is guitar heavy and like, but it's not like rad. It's not like showy the way I feel, and I, I totally love this band, but like. I feel like Built to Spill is a little showy of a guitar, indie rock guitar band. Definitely. You know, there's like, like solos yeah. and cool like harmonies and things like that. Whereas like this is, is a guitar tight. rock band and they're doing kind of weird shit, but it's not like solos. No, it's, it's sloppy. It, yeah. Like built to, I would never describe Built to Spill as like sloppy no, no, in no, any no. way. They're, you know? they're like tight. They're, <laughs> they they're super, super tight. Yeah. And they've built that. Like That's been like their thing. And um no, that's a great comparison yeah. because, and I, I, and they, I feel like I'm more ready for to appreciate that stuff now in my life because I'm more interested in like hearing interesting guitars together and stuff. Sure, um, sure. Than I was back in the '90s. Than I was back in the you know whenever. But in the last like ten years or so, I've gotten uh, more interested in like listening close and appreciating like guitar technique and things like that. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, which is recording technique yeah, yeah, even yeah. to like weird things they're doing in the studio and which yeah. is like nerdy and dumb, but I also really love it. So, <laughs> Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love, I love a guitar player too, yeah. you know, at heart. And like, I, I love <clears throat> noisy, weird things, you know? And I mean, even my band, you know, like Nick is like the king. Yeah. You know, Nick no, Reinhardt yeah. was like, and, you know, sometimes I just feel blessed to be like that stuff came about in my garage yeah. or whatever, yeah. you know, and we just be like in wonder, like, holy shit, like this guy's doing weird shit. <laughs> and like, but it's but it's musical as fuck, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like it's like it makes sense. And um, yeah, I gravitate to that. I love that. I think payments are controlled chaos. A hundred percent. Even their most like tightest song. Like range life is a pretty tight song, yeah. like you know what I mean. But there's still a bit of chaos and weirdness, yeah. and uh, it's still strange uh, dysfunction. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And I, I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot because I, you know, Nirvana was like my my band. You mm-hmm. know, like yeah. the band that changed my life. And to me, like the control chaos was always a part of Nirvana. Yeah, and 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 I feel that with Pavement yeah. in some ways. You know, Pavement is much looser about it. Sure. Sure. And Nirvana, but yeah, definitely in the same wheelhouse or whatever. So to wrap up, like this was fucking great. Uh, I'm very kind of interested to listen to some more stuff. I'll probably start with Crooked Rain since I've heard the most off of that. Yes. Um, Great place to start. It sounds like it's your go-to as well. Absolutely. But yeah, I'm very interested and I'll probably end up kicking myself for not like understanding this sooner <laughs> no no worries i think it's always there waiting for yeah, you and i yeah. think this is the kind of band that just like when you're ready for it you'll come to it yeah. and uh definitely crooked rain but definitely also slanted and enchanted okay. because that is like i was a little surprised not to get any uh, of those songs you know I, there were so many that i could have mm. done and like i kind of went for box elder over uh in the mouth of desert okay. 
like it's just another one of my favorites from slanted yeah. uh, and here here is another one i just absolutely love but uh yeah i did kind of make it like i wanted one early one and then kind of you yeah. know like but slanted is just way ahead of it <laughs> like way like they're doing things on that album that are like bands are doing way later yeah. even i would say like they're just setting kind of standards for like even like instrumental bands yeah. and like yeah. And you will notice by the trail of dead and stuff. Like mm-hmm. I, when I listen to Slanted and Enchanted, I hear some of that, oh, okay, you know, and okay. like, yeah, very, very great place to, to Sick. go. I will give them, I'm going to give them a pretty high rating. I'm going to give them a four point. I can't, I can't go 4.8. That's the highest I've ever given anybody. Ooh, uh, okay. I'm going to go four point. I'll go 4.6. Ooh, that's 4.6. I, I love that. Summer out of five. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this was fucking rad. Who knew I'm that so I liked glad. pavement? Ah, my job here is done. <laughs> I feel so good, done. and I feel I feel so happy that I've uh, um, made a convert of you. I've been trying to rack to rack my brain about stuff that I could give you, and I don't I don't have anything at the moment. So that's okay. Um, we'll yeah. come back to it. I w- I would love for you to come back though. This was very easy uh, and very fun. Awesome. I'm so yeah. glad. I would lo- I would be honored. I I'm honored to be here and like uh I just love what you're doing, man. Yeah. And like you're doing something really cool and special. Like I don't think there's like I don't know. I don't really see anyone else doing this, <laughs> like what you're doing. And like the idea is phenomenal and like I was telling people at work today what I'm doing, they're like, Oh, that's a really great idea. <laughs> and like I work in media yeah, and yeah, stuff, yeah. you know, like and they're like, Oh, that's a great idea. Like, that's a fucking great podcast. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, like so yeah, great, great Sick. work, man. Hell yeah, thank you. Um and then yeah, maybe you can you and Tim can come uh give uh give me a band or I'll give both of you something and we could oh, kind of relive fun. the pressure drop days. Oh, uh, that would be amazing. <laughs> I will talk to Tim about that. I think yeah. that's the way to go. I would love that. Okay. We'll give us some thought. Uh, you should come back any fucking time you want. Um, feel free to start. You, I think there was a couple other bands that you had listed for me that I hadn't heard. So, oh so, yeah, yeah, definitely shoot them my yeah, way. That's awesome. Well, I really appreciate you having me, and uh, I really appreciate your listeners for listening and uh, sticking with. Oh us yeah, and, do you, uh, yeah. shout outs. Do you have any shout outs? Plugs? Oh man, I'm not. A, not um, well, I'm. Uh, let me see. I'm like not very social on social the media. The No Regard Bandcamp. Uh, <laughs> yes, there is a No Regard Bandcamp. I will have to hit you with the link yeah. for that. But uh, no, I you know I'm pretty low key. But uh, I will be uh, definitely check out Pressure Drop. It's still out there on yes. YouTube. Listen and, to and Pressure you can Drop. Listen to it. There's a lot of really Absolutely. fun episodes. Cool sack lore to talk about. Well, obviously, and there's a really cool episode with Danny. Well, so, you, know, you, know, you don't want to listen to that's that. That's on YouTube, and um, <laughs> I would say that. And there's, yeah, shout out Tim. Yeah, uh, Tim Williamson, my co-host from uh, Pressure Drop, and and just shout out Sacramento, everyone here in the music scene. I'm almost 40 years old, and I still feel like a part of yeah. it, and just loved, and uh, I'll be here forever. <laughs> Sick. All right, thanks everybody. See you next time. <laughs>